Welcome to Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, Army Ranger, real estate investor, and income enthusiast. On this show, we uncover the keys to attaining financial freedom. There are so many people listening right now who are stuck in that day-to-day, nine-to-five rat race. Luckily, it's only temporary. Each week, we bring on guests that help us discover the steps to build financial freedom, passive income, and generational wealth, so we can live the life we were born to live. Money is freedom. Let's get to the show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, and today's guest is Austin Linney. Austin, welcome to the show, bro. Pumped to have you on and be talking uh, mindset, wealth building, and uh, anything in that space here. I'm pumped to have you on, though. Man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Your story, it's so awesome and how it's transformed over the last years and, you know, from your time, you know, in addiction to being a mindset and life coach to where you've now found financial freedom through short-term rentals and in other spaces, you know, for the, for the people in the audience who don't know who you are, dude, if you could take just a couple of minutes and introduce yourself. Yeah, man. So when you get divorced, you lose your financial freedom. So I'm nowhere near close to all that. So that, that happened last year. So okay. <laughs> a little asterisk in that okay. <laughs> when, you, when you have to give away an entire house. Uh, so that's a, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, you know, my dad was a, was a doctor when I grew up and he, uh, we grew up, you know, as I got older, it's very interesting. I always tell the story like, you know, you're young, you start living in bigger houses and you're on the golf course and you're like, I guess dad's making some money all of a sudden, you know, like, but you don't really like know it. And, uh, you know, school didn't really interest me. Um, I have a photographic memory. It's kind of scary. And so I didn't really care. It didn't really do anything for me. And so when I was 17, I was getting in a lot of trouble and, you know, my parents said, you know, Hey, you know, boarding school, military school, or you you need, you need to figure it out. You know, we're gonna move you out to the country. And I was like, what? The, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you're gonna go to this school that has like a hundred kids, and it was you know way different. So I went from a school with four thousand people in my class to you know a hundred, and it was a big it was a big culture shock for me. Um, and then I was waiting tables and bartending and, and got introduced to you know drugs and alcohol and uh, drugs and alcohol especially in the restaurant business back then was pretty relevant, um, you know, everyday occurrence and, you know, proceeded to, you know, abuse cocaine and methamphetamines and um, just, you know, really just my parents got divorced, you know, when I moved away, you know, just like fighting through a lot of those demons um, playing victim, you know, all that kind of stuff, just, just really blaming the world for everything. And, and, uh, you know, that proceeded with a couple run-ins with the law, um, stayed up for like a week straight, you know, just, just really just bad shit all around and, and, and wound up kicking up, you know, kicking the hard stuff, the, 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 the cocaine and the meth, which was, which was, thank God, um, to that, but, you know, proceeded to, uh, abuse alcohol for the next, you know, 18 years. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the jokes in the recovery space is, is, is when, when you have heroin addicts who have recovered, tell you that they're more proud of you, that you quit alcohol, uh, you know, uh, America has an issue with alcohol. <laughs> like that's when you're like, Oh, oh man. Cause he's like, you know, alcohol is everywhere. It's really hard, you know, but what happened was I joined, um, 
a mastermind. It was my first one. And two of the guys that I wound up starting my Airbnb business were nine months and 13 months sober. And they were my age. They had a family. And I know it sounds crazy to say, but it was the first time I've ever been around two men that were successful that were sober. (laughs) And they kind of, as we built this company, I spent every day with them texting and, you know, we're, it's my first big company that we ever built. And um, they were like, Hey, if you've ever thought about it, like give it a shot. And I was like, well, you know, what's the worst that could happen if I didn't stop drinking for 30 days, I think it'd be great. So uh, I made it like 26 and then I like had a drink and I was pissed and I was like, waited 30 days. And I went again. And that again, has now lasted, you know, two years and, and 10 months. And so I've lost, you know, 70 pounds and, um, you know, it hasn't been all roses and, and, and great stuff since then. I, you know, we lost a bunch of money in the Airbnb company and, um, got divorced since then, got laid off from private equity because of COVID. So it's been, it's been a wild, just because you get sober doesn't mean life's great, but, but my perspective on life and, you know, what I'm able to do, um, you know, by helping others and, and stuff like that. And I want to, I want to make something very clear. And, and, and the more I coach people and the more I get around people is that addiction can come in many forms. And what I mean by that is addiction can be in investing. Like you can be so focused on this thing that you think that you want that your wife or your kid or your spouse or your friends or your loved ones are the ones left holding the bag. So it's not just drugs and alcohol. And, you know, what, what we do with my coaching is I was just joking with one of my friends who's one of the best wholesalers in the country. I said, why am I coaching five wholesalers? And I've never wholesaled a property a day in my life. And I said to him, well, I guess they want to be happy. (laughs) Right. And, and so, you know, money doesn't solve it, but, but, but what I think is interesting about your podcast is super important is money and wealth are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that wealth is predicated on legacy and who you are and stands for compounding, then the game is totally different. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, we talk about it so much on here that like wealth is more than just numbers in a, in a fucking bank account. It's so much more, uh, sophisticated than that. And, and I love, I mean, the stories you're sharing and your level of transparency is absolutely incredible as well. Just to prepare for this interview today, I actually went back and listened to every Friday rant uh, <laughs> I can structure like, no way. <laughs> yeah, like listen to them from like years ago and stuff like that. So just to prep for today's podcast, but Dude, obviously- I, got my old, I got my old business partner. It's funny because my old business partner, we, we owned our first house together and you know, we kind of drifted apart there for a while, but we just sold a house and we're starting a new business together. Uh, and he's never listening to podcasts. And so the other day he had it off and he listened to like six hours and he was joking. He was like, you actually sound like, you know, what you're talking about. He's like, I don't know who that guy was five years ago, but what's interesting is he's going to listen to them all and take notes. And then we're going to do an episode on his takeaways. So now I want to do the same episode with you on my Friday rants, because I'm actually taking the rants and I'm turning them into a book. That is sick. Yeah, that is sick. It's going to be called called the 52 weeks to constructing your life. Yeah. I love that. That is sick. Yeah. I literally listen to every single brand. I'm probably like one of the few dudes that's ever done it. You and Ryan Johnson. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's awesome. But uh, like looking back on those 18 years, dude, like when you were obviously, you know, off the hard stuff, but into the alcohol addiction, like I'm, I'm curious, like the mindset shift that you had to make, dude. I mean, obviously like your buddy suggested it to you, but you know, what was going on in, in the six inches between your ears, dude, I'm curious. Dude, it is a, it, what people don't understand is that when you are that way for so long, and you bunker yourself in with your thoughts and your stories that you create and your identity is that person. And it's not as simple as just saying, Hey, I'm going to stop drinking. Hey, I'm going to be better. It's I have, okay, wait, I don't drink anymore. Who the fuck am I? And a lot of, you know, a lot of what we do with people is we have to reprogram the subconscious mind on your identity. And that's what you have to do. And I had to take ownership of, you know, the relationship with my father, which to this day is, you know, we didn't talk for like seven years. It's, it's, it's patchy at best, but it's getting, you know, we're trying to get better at it. Um, you know, I had to take ownership in all the bad I did and, and, you know, that level, you know, for me, it was really the mastermind. And then it was reading Jocko's book, Extreme Ownership, and, and just really saying, you know what, like, I'm working. And I think I'm going somewhere, but I'm really not going anywhere. And, you know, part of what played against me, but was kind of great in the same time is like, I was I sold wine for 20 years and was like a master bartender and like a bar manager. I was the best at what I did. Like nobody fuck with me, man. Like I worked at the best restaurant in Nashville. I worked at the best restaurant in Austin. I worked at the best place to work at in San Antonio. So when you're living at the top and there's no competitors, then who's going to say shit about how you're living? And you're not even questioning yourself because you can go do it in your sleep. But I knew that if I stayed there, then I would never reach my potential. And so I had to do what was, look, look, pure for disclosure, we, we scaled an Airbnb company faster than anybody's ever scaled it. 26 properties in five months in seven states. Um, I decided after some fighting and bickering in the direction of the company, I walked away from 26 grand. Two months prior, I left my salary job. And I lost 26 grand, left my job started a business that I thought was my business with all it was my way out. Cause I believed in it so much. And that's why I left the restaurant business and, you know, sat there and, and stared at myself and said, what the fuck did you do? And, um, I can look back on it now and know that I don't give a fuck if I lost a million dollars starting a business with those guys taught me more about who I was in the five months that we did it. And I'll pay a million dollars because they helped me get sober, whether or not they know it or not. And I had that conversation with my ex-business partner on my podcast. And I said, you know, who cares, man? Who cares? It's just fucking money. Because that moment in time has shaped everything that I am now as a boss, as an employee, or, you know, as a, as a leader of people, because that was my business school that business was holy shit. And, and guess what? It's not, it doesn't go great all the time. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's crazy to think about just that one partnership completely put you on a different track in life. I mean, got you exactly. clean and, and attracting those people into your life. I mean, you want to talk mm-hmm. law of attraction, subconscious mind, but uh, you know, those people entering your life often changed your life. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is the thing I always hang my hat on is my, my, my good friend, Carolyn Colleen says is that sometimes you don't love yourself enough to change that you have to borrow the belief that others have in you long enough for you to believe it in yourself. And to get in that mastermind and to get around people that were highly successful, 30, 180 Airbnbs, flips, apartments and say, dude, you got something. I don't know what it is, but you, but you have a way to connect with people, hunt that down. Them saying that to me and then meeting my mentor really was what got me. And don't get me, like I said, like the success that you're seeing now was me dragging my face in the dirt and the rocks for the last year to what's happened from June 1st to now is like, holy shit. And I'm going to write a book on it. Don't worry. Like, because I'm even blown away. But what people don't understand is that turnaround from June 1st to today um, on May uh, 28th was my lowest point in my business. So I I had an opportunity. I lost my biggest client who ghosted me, who was on drugs, who didn't tell me, right? Who was like 60% of my monthly income. And I had an opportunity to say, what are you going to do? What's the deal? And I call, I call my buddy who's very successful, who makes like $400,000 a month from his subscription business. And he was like, you have an opportunity to double down. You have social credit in society, start making offers, show up. And ever since then, holy crap, it has been, I mean, I'm telling you right now, and and I don't like to talk numbers because it's not couth, but to do six figures in 133 days blows my my, my mind out of the back of my body. Dude, that's that's insane. Like what what we talk about so much on here, and I just want to get your thoughts and I'm curious what you think is like, dude, there's somebody listening right now who's stuck and maybe he's at that May 28th low point and he's driving in the car right now to that job, to his or her job that they fucking hate. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I guess what's that message to them? I mean, you were there just a few months ago, dude, you were at that low point and 133 days later, the, what, what you've been able to do is an absolute anomaly. I guess, what is your message to the people who might be living in that quiet desperation out there who are stuck or who hit that low point? You're not at the end of your rope. You're not even close. You think you are, but you're not. And all it takes is one text, one phone call, one message, one positive reinforcement. Because let me tell you something, the universe is listening, but here's my rub. I don't think that you've actually told the universe that you want to be successful. Anybody that's listening to this right now. I don't think that you've actually had a conversation with yourself and said, you know what, dude? I'm going to fucking do this shit. And I don't give a fuck what comes after because my mission and my why is higher because you say you do, but here's my rub. And it's an exercise I do with all my clients and I'll do it right here on the thing. Everybody tells me that they're all in, right? I'm all in. No, you're not, not even close. If you were all in on your business, right. And you went hard for 60 days, 
like, tell me the positives, right? And I go, well, I mean, I'd feel security and I'd feel, you know, uh, contentment and I'd have more money and I'd be happier and my, I would feel less stressed. Okay, sounds great. Now, I want you to tell me the negatives if you went all in. I'll wait. There are none. Yeah. You're not all in. Yeah. And I'll tell you what my buddy told me. He said, you have too many fucking friends. <laughs> he said, start making offers. You put up enough social credit in the universe and you have a gift, share it with the world and stop playing small. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. And, that's and insane. what's interesting mentally, when you reach that different level, there's no going back. When you, because, because let's be clear about this. I'm going to be very clear and I'm going to be as transparent as I can on this call. This dam, this levy, four years in the making. Right. I can't, I cannot tell you how many motherfuckers have fucked me over by promising something. I'm going to work with this big investor or this, you know, I'm working private equity and this $20 million deal is going to close and we're two days away and I'm going to make, you know, hundred K and it falls through. I, I mean, I have 40 stories it feels like a dam, but once you buckle in and you let the universe know you're not relenting, and you break through that ceiling, there's no chance. Because what's interesting to me is now money's coming from every which way. I'm getting affiliate marketing fees. I'm getting this fee. This check shows up out of the blue. The universe is asking you, how bad you want it? Are you going to hang on? Or are you just going to give up when it gets tough? What do you, I'm curious what you think. What is people's, I guess, and with your coaching and the clients that, you know, that you coach and stuff, what do you think people's biggest fear is with going all in people's biggest uh, they, limiting they, they, beliefs? They, 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 they might fail. Yeah. They might fail. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you are, that means that you're pushing it because what's interesting, right. And something, there's two things, there's one thing that, that, that truly is holding everybody back. And it's, it doesn't matter if you're a mom um, uh, in Canada, fucking New York, Guatemala, it doesn't fucking matter. Nobody loves themselves completely. That's the number one thing I see. The second thing is that you have an opportunity to, you know, what's great about when your life blows up is what I tell everybody. You get to leave everything that didn't serve you. Nice. It's kind of awesome. You get to take what you want and just kind of cruise on down the road because you become better, right? It's that it, the bigger issue is that you're focused on transactional relationships and transactional money. When every time that I feel bad, every time that I'm in a dark place or I'm not feeling it, you know what I do? The first thing, I go help somebody else. I go help somebody else. And the moment that I lift somebody else up, something inside of me shifts. Okay, okay, okay. Like what people don't understand is my coaching is almost my own accountability. Like how could I not post at 4.30 in the morning? Like what you think I could tell my clients what to do if, if their coach wasn't out there laying it? I have to. So I've almost kind of accidentally created this like ridiculous uh, social accountability. 
dude that's awesome i mean i love that and i i follow so much your content and like i see you posting at that hour and it's like dude he's leading by example right now he's not going to be telling his clients to do something that he's not going to do himself or live that own aspect dude so i love that i mean i catch these i catch your posts all the time early as shit yeah you have to because your brand like and, and a lot of what we do with my clients is help them build brands your brand is you you know my one of my favorite quotes from naval is like if you are authentically you, then you have no competitors. Yeah. Nobody else is you. And, and then my second quote that I came up with is, if you don't position yourself, you will be positioned. Yeah, dude. I, I would say if you're not working for your own dream, you're working for someone else's dream, dude. And here's the deal. And this is the rub. Is that your dream? I have a coaching client. Um, one of my best friends. We're going into business together. Great family man. They have a house. They live in Ohio. He's was a multifamily broker. They live on 3000 bucks a month. Like they're happy as shit. He's made 190 grand in six months wholesale. Now, what I'm, what I'm trying to say to you is their lifestyle has not changed one bit. So technically he's financially free for like two to three years, but that's not what he's worried about. Like you have to determine what matters for you. And, and my number one issue with people is let's say your goal is 20 G's a month in income from residential real estate or passive income, whatever the fuck that is. I got a better idea. That can be your goal, but let's set a goal of, let me get to 7,000 or 5,000 and stand atop that and then determine if we want more. See, this is what me and Jonathan Farber talk about all the time when we hang out. And everybody thinks that you have to scale. It's the dumbest thing in the world. You don't, you don't have to scale shit. Everything's a choice. If you want to make 6000 a month, and you know what I'm about to do? I haven't even told anybody yet because I haven't been on a podcast yet. And I'm doing it on purpose because I want to prove to a point. So I have two podcasts, coaching business. I run a hotel with, my, with some other people, and I have multiple businesses. I am starting in November. I'm only going to work Monday through Wednesday. Now, those days might be 16 hours, but that's my new goal. Now, I'm not saying I won't work those days. I'm not going to schedule any meetings those days. Okay. So, so if, I ha- if something happens or an emergency, yes. But what I'm trying to tell everybody is you think that you have no time. You think that you maxed out everything. It's BS. You're not scheduled properly. You're not time blocking. You're not disciplined. None of those things. Like you have an opportunity to create whatever it is that you want in this world. The moment that you stop bullshitting yourself, the moment that you look directly in the mirror and you say, here are my faults. This is where I messed up. Let me polish these up. Let me work on these. And then boom, you're off to the races. But because you keep them in the closet, they control every aspect of who you are. The moment, guys, when I'm at a networking event, I introduce myself. Divorced, drug addict, homeless, nice to meet you. Boom, we're done. We're good. Like, they, and, then, and then they drop and they go, oh, okay. All right. Like, I, I just had a burrito the other day. I'm good, you know? But, 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 but I just, you know, right before this call, we went through my coaching certification with a group of coaches. Everybody's so tense. Like they're like adults don't have fun anymore. Like, dude, this, this is fun. This is a game. Business is a game. 
and and when you're white knuckling it and everything's a fucking chore like of course you don't want to fucking do it dude i i live across the street from the fucking lake and yeah i've worked since you know 7 a.m this morning but the moment i do get done with this i get to go walk on the lake yeah. like it's all good like and and one of my other things is that people say they've had a bad day no no you've had a bad hour you had a bad meeting but if you got to be with your loved ones and you got to see your kids and you got to do these things i would imagine that it was still a pretty damn good day dude this is this is incredible and i i, I love just to like backtrack and i don't want to gloss over it dude when you're talking about the power of giving and how important that is dude and like i've had an incredible conversation this year with the gentleman and my goal this year was to talk to five new people a day i wanted to do that mm-hmm. monday through friday which was like just when I'm building out this podcast, yeah. dude, it's the guest list is insane. It's out the door and around the corner when I'm hitting dudes up to come on. It's crazy. Let me ask you a question though. And this is for everybody. Cause I help people start podcasts. When you, before you started this, what's, what did you say to yourself a million times? What did <laughs> yeah. you say? Come on, come on. I've done 400 episodes on two podcasts. What did you say to yourself? Dude, I was like, I'm going to do this fucking podcast. I'm going to make no, this No, no, I happen. know. But you said who's going to, there's no way I'm going to get people on, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, January 1st, I didn't even have a conception of creating a podcast, dude. And now and, what do you got? You got too many, right? Yeah, it's dude, like, dude. I'm like scheduling people six months out right now. It's like fucking insane. And it's, it's crazy, dude. But I had a conversation with a gentleman this year who's been investing since the 80s. I mean, decades of experience. And in the early 2000s, he lost in the dot-com crash $200 million in one day. And he went out to dinner that night and he said, Jesse, what do you think I did? I donated $25 million to my church. And he's, and he talks about like the second I leave that abundant mindset is when I have found that I financially go to a bad place, lost $200 million, goes out and donates 25 million. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm, I'm curious what, what you think. I mean, the power of giving, like, I think that's so crucial to just being a human being and, and, and the human race as a whole, dude, we want to make other people happy and giving is so special. Like, I'm, I'm curious what you think about that though. You know, we you know what's interesting about it. It's an underrated skill. I don't think it's a skill that people cultivate. I'm serious, right? Because we live in a world where it's me, me, me. What do I'm getting out of it? And anytime my mindset is fucked, it's, hey, what do I deserve? What the fuck? You know, what am I getting out of it? What the fuck all that? Who gives a shit? Like, dude, I, you know, what's interesting when people close to you, and this happened to me about two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, when people close to you that were sober too and died because he, he got back on, you know, drugs. It really makes you look at your own sobriety and you're like, dude, like I got out. Like, this is amazing. Like, so I have an opportunity for the rest of my life. Like nobody can fuck with me. You know why nobody can fuck with me? I'm going to tell you something that I think is interesting. I'm going to, is it all rapid together? People ask me all the time. I get probably like two a week. Like, man, what time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? Right? And wrong question. That's the wrong question. The question that you should be asking is what drives me so much that I have no problem getting up every day? What drives me so much that I can give back and work and help? And it's like asking a fisherman how the fish tastes instead of asking him how he caught so many. I 
make sure that I lift up everybody I'm around. And if that's my game, then tell me how you can compete with me. You can't. So you have to find your game. And what people don't understand is what I call the ripple effect of impact. When I'm coaching my clients, I'm not coaching them. I'm coaching their kids, their wife, their their, their, their immediate family, because if they are the best version of themselves, then it will radiate in every aspect of their life. And so if I affect them, they're happier, they affect somebody in their life, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And we have an opportunity to create whatever we want and also help in the process. But, but what I mean by help is direct help, meaning, meaning, stopping and saying, Hey, how are you doing? Not like, Hey, how are you doing? It's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm really asking like, like slow down. Like, how are you doing? Is everything okay? And by doing that, you're showing somebody that you care and then they'll slow down and you'll actually hear the response that you're looking for. And I think we just move too fast. Yeah. I mean, it, I totally agree. It's a, it's an underrated skill. It's, it's just so powerful. People don't understand how powerful it is. Even something just like that, you know, being genuine and authentic and Hey, you know, how are you doing right now? Do you need help? Is everything go, you know, how are things at home, dude? It's, it can't be underrated, but I think so many people do underrate it. Um, it's crazy. dude. But oh, it's he's so okay. powerful. oh, he's okay. Yeah. He's good. No, until he's not. Yeah. 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 And in the recovery space, what's interesting to me is I think that the system, right. And I don't want to get off in the pillar because I don't really give a shit about the system on that, but the system is set up to help people after they've hit rock bottom and they're out of recovery. Right. That's where we work. My whole focus is how to be catching before there. How do we catch you before the divorce? How do we catch you before you have to go to rehab? And I'm trying to address the problem head on instead of after we've already fallen. Dude, that's, that's incredible. I, I wanted to get your thoughts on, on one more aspect before like we get ready to wrap up here, dude. It's like the power, and we've talked about it a little bit already, but the power of the subconscious mind. I, I, I think it was on your show where you recommended the book. It's, I think it's by Shad Helmstetter. Yep. What to do when you talk, or the things to say when you talk I bought, to I bought 60 copies for people. Yeah. Dude, I heard you funny. Like you say that, like you said this on your show, dude, I immediately bought the book and read it. It's a, you know, it's not a thick book, dude. I no. read it in like two days and it's so powerful. The science behind wiring the subconscious mind about how the subconscious mind is like 90% of your brain, 90% of what we do in this world. And, and what you have to understand is, and I always use the same uh, explanation. If you want to quit smoking cigarettes, oh, I'll use a better one because Anthony used this one. If you say, I want to stop drinking for 30 days, like that's super easy. Like it's just a goal. I hit it. Boom. But if your identity and your subconscious mind says I'm an alcoholic, nothing's going to change. And so you have to reprogram. So the reason why that book is so important is because there's a ton of affirmations in there for you to say to yourself, but it's about reprogramming the synapses. So I'll, I'll kind of get a little technical to really explain people how it works. So you're, you have neurons in your mind and synapses, and you have only so much bandwidth in your mind. And the issue being is that um, when you say things or think things over and over again, your, your neurons go, oh, you know what? That'd be easier if we just remember it and they connect together. 
And so if you say I'm a piece of shit and, you know, nobody loves me and you say that it's just going to connect. And that's what your subconscious is saying to yourself. So you have to rewire your brain and break those synapses, which is reprogramming your mind, which takes about 30 days to 45 days. And by saying new statements and uh, by doing that, you're reprogramming the thoughts that go through, because really what it is, it's not the conversations you're having with other people it's the conversations that are going in between your head and these negative things, you know, um, my coach right now is a language expert. He's been doing it for 15 years. And I mean, dude, you're talking about like, you know, I'll give you a perfect example in our workshop, the statement, how can I ever get over this? It feels like roadblock. I don't know how it's going to happen. Lost. How can I get over this? One word changes everything. It's the way that we talk to ourselves. It's the way that we think. We're not writing things down. We're not journaling. We're, we're saying that we're doing Miracle Morning and we're, we're well, I'm doing my gratitude list. Yeah, but you don't really feel it. You're just doing it because you think it's the thing to do. Slow the fuck down. Really feel it. And manifest whatever it is that you want to create. Because once you break through fear, and once you break through the way that you speak to yourself, you really realize that everything is possible. And it only takes people and leverage. That's it. Everybody's like, I don't know how you're going to build out this, this company. I don't know. It's so, there's so many moving parts and, and I'm just going to get people like, I don't, I don't understand people that are really good at what they do. And we're, I'm calling it the Avengers company because like, we're, I'm getting the best of the best, but why is, why, why do they want to come work with me? Why do they want to build this mission with me? It's because I actually give a shit about their needs and wants. It's the same reason why all my you know, my coaching clients take personality tests and, you know, we're trying to really re get down to the root of like, what is the need right now? Because the need that you need right now and the need that you'll need six months from now are two totally different things, but that's not what people are doing. They're not asking. So, so what, you know, what do you need right now? Because one of the things that I think is so powerful is anybody that's out there right now, I want you to write down a list. So you have like 73 more days, 74 more days. Is this sits today, before, you know, wherever where this gets released in the year so you write down the list of 10 things that you need to get done right 10 things now after you write that list i want you to go down and rewrite that list of list of importance and what generally happens 90 percent of the time is all the business stuff slides down to the bottom and all the personal stuff slides up to the top you only make money in relation to your scope of personal development. Every, per, every business problem is a personal problem wrapped up in business. Dude, that's, that's so powerful. It's, it's absolutely insane. And like, just to go back to this book, dude, it's so powerful. And, and again, you bought 60 copies of it. I read it. So, like so the, I'm, I'm going to give them give some books. I'm going to give them three books. If you read these three books and you only read these three books, your entire life will change. I'm just, so what you say when you talk to yourself, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill is the best wisdom I've ever read in a single book. I just finished it for the third time. <clears throat> and then Alex Hermosi wrote a book. This dude is the number one sales and marketing guy in the country. 
He makes like 1.4 a week called $100 million offers. It's 99 cents. And he has a free course with it. He's giving it away. His YouTube channel is the best shit I've ever seen. This dude is a savage. What we do, and I'm guilty. I'm trying to get away from it. Oh, yeah. Wait, one more. Uh, Naval, uh, Naraki, uh, Almanac is amazing. But what I'm saying is we're trying to read all these books to say, I've read 40 books, but we're not, we're not actually putting what we learned into action. So take a book and how you read it right now, and you read it six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, you're going to feel it different. You're going to think it, you're going to see it different because you're growing up as a person every day. Because what you're seeking, look, before we get out of here, I'm going to give everybody the keys to life you want. I mean, you can literally put down all the podcasts, never read a book again. Like it's really this simple. I'm about to break it down for you. Live on less than you make. Um, drink water, move your body 20 minutes a day, smile, laugh, be a good person, show up for yourself, get 1% better every day. That's it. That's it, baby. That's, That's it. it. Nothing mind boggling, nothing go to the moon, nothing cop in a rocket ship, dude. Anybody can do those things. Anyone. And start in that, in that, in that compounded the right way for 20 years. Holy crap. Yeah. But nobody wants to, nobody wants to wait anymore. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I, I, you know, when I first got like sober, like I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm 30, I'm 38. Like, yeah. And like my coach goes, Hey, um, you were an alcoholic for 20 years. So why don't you give it a little time? And let's say that you lived the right way for 20 years and you were an alcoholic. Let's see how far you got. And I go, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> dude, that's, that's awesome. The, the final two things I wanted to hit you with, dude, the very, the second to last thing, you know, I'm curious, dude, if you, and as we wrap up here, like if you could solve any problem in the world, what would it be and why? I'm curious. The problem that I would solve is to instill belief of oneself in everybody. Damn. Dude. Powerful. No, no why needed behind that. Just Austin Linney straight up. Dude. That that is awesome. I mean, incredible. And like what we've talked about so much today. I mean, it can't be underestimated. Just having that right mindset and belief in you yourself. You know what's interesting? Because I have an idea of who might listen to your podcast. And I'm, this is not a pitch for me. I'm just merely want to get it out in there in the universe because I've seen it for two years straight now. All these real estate investors that are spending, you know, four calls a week on multifamily or flipping or wholesaling are focused on the wrong thing. Like if you are happy and healthy and your mindset is right, you can do anything, but they go the wrong way. They go the other way. I'm going to learn everything about flipping, wholesaling, multifamily, but yet your mindset is still shit. When you fix the mindset, the flipping real estate knowledge makes way more sense. 
dude, I tell that to everybody. Everybody's everybody will hit me up like Jesse. I'm, you know, I'm looking to get into mobile home parks or something. What's a good book to read? I'll be like, dude, read uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Napoleon doesn't talk yeah. about a single mobile home park in it, dude, but it's like starting from square one. It's like, dude, the most important real estate in the world is the six inches between your ears. And it's so, mm-hmm. it's so true, dude, before, and, it, and it's going exactly with what you're saying, dude. The, the final thing I wanted to hit you with, dude, I just hit this with everybody. Everybody has a unique answer to it. It's like, the, it's the last thing we end on, dude. Austin Linney's living the perfect life, bro. What's going on? Oof. Wow. What day of the week is it? Um, you know, <clears throat> for me, I, I have built like, and this is the scary thing is people see me and they're like, like, they know I work hard, but they think I like, shall I, I like to work. Like I really do. I, I think what working impacting others, but for me, um, you know, we already know what it is. It's already in here. Um, you know, we want, we want a thousand acres, uh, you know, with its own pond, its own river, and uh, we want to have a couple houses on there for family and friends. Uh, we're going to have a hangout house. And uh, I'd love to have, um, you know, a retreat on there uh, where we help youth, uh, you know, teach them financial literacy and, um, you know, uh, underprivileged kids and, and people that have been through drug addiction and help them, you know, life and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that's, you know, for me, one of my dreams is to, I, I don't need a big house. I, doesn't really do anything for me i want like five medium houses in five different places with all the same five things at it so when i fly around i just bring a backpack so like same laptop same golf club same everything so it's just like hey easy travel yeah dude that's awesome i mean that's that's incredible dude i and i love that and like i love how like looking back on today's episode dude we didn't even like jump into like scale and airbnbs and shit like that dude because i just literally like when prepping for this this uh interview dude i was like dude i just want to talk mindset with Austin Lee. so i'll tell you what guys anybody that wants to know airbnbs you can hear my story but more importantly just the overall content i've been asked three times today actually funny enough um so my buddy mike sorgan and uh emmanuel pani are two amazing airbnb operators ridiculously good um we all friends they have a podcast called short-term rental secrets it is absolutely amazing about 50 episodes they have all the best guys in the country and the world you can't go wrong with this podcast if you want to know anything about airbnb just use them dude i appreciate that i appreciate you taking the time today to to do this dude it added so much incredible value obviously i mean this is one of the i I, this is one of my favorite you know why? Because your energy is so high and it's great. So thank you so much. This is so much fun. Dude, same, man. Like I said, dude, I, I crush it. Uh, you know, I'm one of the two dudes in the world that's crushed every Friday rant from the Construct Your Life podcast, dude. Dude, and here's the deal. Guys like you, I know I have to. Like, it's not an option. Like, I'm like, I got to bring it because they need it. Yeah. Dude, people want to do you know more- what they've been talking? You know what they've been talking about? We've been playing around with. Everybody wants me to create an app. Where like I just yell at him in the morning. Like, <laughs> you know you can what? Personalize it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's interesting is like my my girlfriend will hear me talk to because I've I've girl uh, I've girl uh, coaching clients too, and she's like I can totally tell whether you're talking to the dude or you're talking to the girl because the guys like they want you to be like David God I, I call him on David Goggins light. Yeah. You know? Like Gites. yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, man. You know, it's just. You know, my need for everybody to be themselves 
and not worry about what other people are thinking and just go out and live the best life they could means so much to me. And we are so inundated with other people's values and how it's supposed to be or what it's supposed to look like. And let's be honest. And like I tell my clients, sometimes it's a little messy. Sometimes it's great. But either way, it's fucking awesome because it's your choice. And at the end of the day, just go out and just be the best version of yourself. Dude, Austin, you're the man, bro. I appreciate, again, you taking the time to do this. People want to hear more about you, bro, or, or follow up with you. I mean, what, what's the best platforms to get a hold of you? Uh, so you can like go that. to austinlinney.com. It has all my podcasts on there. Uh, hit me up on Instagram, Austin Linney. Uh, shoot me a DM, totally respond to you. Uh, but yeah, anywhere on there is totally fine. Dude, you're the man. I appreciate it. And like I said, the goal for today, I literally just wanted to talk mindset. That was it, bro. We knocked it out of the park. So appreciate your time, dude. I, I can't thank you enough. And uh, yeah, dude, I had a blast today. So I appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Wealth Science Podcast. Take some time to subscribe and leave us a review. It really is the basis that helps us continue to bring on amazing guests each week. We have another incredible story to share next week. And I'm certain it's going to add value to this community. Please do not hesitate to reach out if there's anything I can do to help you in your journey of attaining financial freedom. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.